Hey everyone, this is Carlos. And this is Allison. <laughs> Welcome to season two of Actually Pretty Typical. Let's get weird. Twice. Feels good. Yeah. Yeah. We got we got lots of cool stuff planned for season two. Lots I of, assume if you're listening to this, you listened to all of season one. Of course you did. Multiple times. Did? Just eagerly awaiting the debut of yeah, season two. Exactly. Just in anticipation. You know, this is the season's just gonna be better. It's gonna be wetter. It's louder. Gonna be louder. Faster. More, yeah, more sound, more face. japes, more stunts. Lots of stunts. We're incorporating stunts. We're going to start doing ASMR tracks. Lots of ASMR. Can I try it if you don't mind? Sure, go yeah. for it. This is the sound of uh, my hand on okay, my computer. So, so no ASMR. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We, we did some R&D on it. It didn't really work. It didn't, uh, apparently you hated it. Yeah. Uh, thanks for the feedback. Thank you so much. Really it was a good testing. That. Um, yeah, so we are back with season two. Uh, we have just finished watching the uh, season two season premiere of So Weird. What an episode. It was, there's a lot to unpack here. So um, this episode is called Medium. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite subjects. Yes. And one of the best sizes out there. As soon as I saw the subject matter, I was like, Allison's going to be all <laughs> over this. Uh-huh. So uh, let's just do a quick summary of what this episode's about. Okay. Um, it's n- not a surprise. This episode is about mediums, uh, people who can speak to the dead or the spirit world. Yeah. Um, this episode is about Fiona. Well, this episode is sort of different than the other episodes. They're at home yeah. and not on the road, and it's sort of not one like linear story, really, but it's kind of about like seeking answers, and we'll just give it to you straight. This episode is a dad episode. It's another dad one, which I was excited for, because those tend to work out. They tend to have the best dialogue. Uh, I was... I like the locale change, at least, because mm-hmm. we've never seen it before, but also... You know, it was nice to have a break from, like, them going to some wacky town and finding, like, you know... It was definitely different, but it makes it a little harder to summarize. Yes. So, um, let's get into the subject matter. Yeah. Uh, Mediums. What do you think of the mediums? (laughs) Thoughts? Uh, I have thoughts on mediums. Um, Very nerdy thoughts on mediums. Oh, okay. Um, (laughs) My thoughts are basically just, like... It's bullshit. <laughs> it's bullshit. It's bullshit, and it's kind of tragic when it's, you think about it. It's, it's like so fucked up. And predatory. Because, yeah, it's so predatory. Yeah, yeah. And they even kind of had... I mean, they did have that in this episode, and I thought it was... It was interesting that this episode, like, flipped everything. Yeah, it totally did. They weren't traveling. Mm-hmm. They were at home. There was no, like... The weird was part of them. It wasn't like her, like, kind of picking up on someone else's thing. Yeah, it was definitely, like, speaking to Fiona's desires. I will say the ending kind of throws that into the water, but we can get into that. And then, um, I mean, it, 
in the beginning, my thought was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be the one episode where Fiona is like, oh, actually, this weird paranormal shit is fake. Yeah, I and thought so, so too. And so that's what I thought at first, I and I was like, excited. oh, cool, this is going to be an episode where, like, instead of proving to everyone that something's real, she's right. going to be like, no, this is fake. Yeah, That's yeah. not exactly what happened. But mediums in general are very predatory. I think they, similar to our, like... I feel like it's similar to our belief in ghosts in that, like, mediums just, like, mm-hmm. we we so want to feel like we can have some triumph over, like, death and, like, people being gone and whatever else. And, and mediums, it's just like, people who need assurance. Yeah. People who, like, want some sign or message and just taking advantage of those people. Yeah, because it's like, that's With a very real showmanship. human... Showmanship. <laughs> right. Showmanship <laughs> and tricking them. It's such a, it's just a really, it's a really real need, especially mm-hmm. when you're grieving mm-hmm. and, like... It just really bums me out that people do that, um, and this this does play on play on that a little bit. Yeah. I don't know if you know. So the history of mediums is kind of fucked up as well. Well, but tell like, me what you know. Actually, my only exposure of uh, to this is not only just uh, mediums in like was it like the twenties, early twentieth century, mm-hmm. but Harry Houdini's quest to like completely debunk them all the time. Much a character does that in this episode, mm-hmm. but like I just love the idea of Harry Houdini like trickster at large going into like a seance and like, being like not this Fuck kind you. yeah my cousin never died on a lawnmower accident but people are <laughs> i think i don't know if it's just because like victorian people were like bored oh, and really no not him but oh, like okay. like later like people who were just like oh i love weird shit mm-hmm. and i'm gonna like i know this is fake but i'm gonna like revel in it we, i think there was like a little bit of that also of that. there is like, an element of that like rich people at a party just that are bored just, as like, hell yeah it's like, like someone's spooky. floating and they're like yeah. ooh, spooky right that's kind of i think where we are now <laughs> I, f- I feel like that now or just like some, someone's playtime and sometimes it's it's, like haha this is fun it's great when like there's some ambiguity thrown in in a story with mediums like mm-hmm. um well, I don't want spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen, like, Hereditary, but there's an element of that. I haven't Hereditary. seen it. Yeah, but, like, it plays a role, but it's not what you think it is. Okay, interesting, really because media, like, the the showmanship aspect of mediums makes me think of Mysterio. 100%, yes. It's like uh, uh, the smoke and mirrors nonsense. Yes, it's very much putting on a production, like, moving a table like mm-hmm. that. Hereditary does that very well, um, but, like... Like, using a, a fake hand and then, like, kicking up the table with yeah, the foot make, underneath, the table like, some move. nonsense. But also even, like, the plants, right? Like, having, like, planting someone there oh to, like, God. witness or be a victim or be, like be scared i mean houdini would do that right he would like he knew that uh mediums would have people in the crowd pretending to be believers or people seeking to like talk to their loved ones dude harry houdini's a well he's kind of he he has kind of a douche he was a douche he's a huge douche uh i mean i don't really i we never met so i met him a few times (laughs) we made out once but like it was you know it wasn't that good uh but the like (laughs) <laughs> I do like the idea of Harry Houdini just, and he was also like a tiny dude, so he would just like pop up off the table and just be like, "Fuck you, I got this." Flip the table, ruin someone's career. Which not. brings me <laughs> flipping tables. Hey oh, uh, makes me think of my favorite television show, Long Island Medium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I walked in on you watching this. Yeah. So I made recording. Carlos watch the SNL skit where they make fun of Long Island Medium, which I, is great. My only exposure to it is the John Oliver bit where he talks about psychics, which co- was a couple weeks ago. Oh, I did not. I just see dated that. our episode, but like, yeah, like it was it was a John Oliver bit where he did. 
uh, just talked about psychics and like p- pretty much how predatory and fucked up they actually are. Did you talk about Long Island Medium? He, he totally showed oh, Long Island no. Medium clips. <laughs> yeah, but um, please continue about your lo- unabiding love. Uh, I don't actually watch that show, but I do think it's really funny because I like the idea that like anyone could be a medium. <laughs> like it makes me believe it. Like believe I don't believe it, but it like makes me want to believe it more than yeah. like this fucking bitch with her gross acrylic nails <laughs> from Long Island. In. Just the power of suggestion. She, like, hey man, it's just uh, or, she was born with it. <laughs> yeah, and we'll promise we get to the episode summary. But I also no, want to switch to okay, we will not. But <laughs> I also want to talk switch. Talk about her and content. Do you remember? Was it crossing over with John Edward? Oh yeah, that douchebag. Yeah, it was. It's the same idea. Like he would just be in a crowd. There'd be a bunch of people crying and wanting to talk to their like dead husbands, and he would just be like, "Uh, like, I don't know. I'm I'm seeing raccoons. Did anyone see raccoons? Oh my God. Like I, raccoons are there, and they'd be like, he used to chase raccoons out of our backyard. And he's like, oh yeah, well he's telling you that was like him protecting the home, and he really like loves you or whatever. God. And it was just like. It was a shitty improv exercise mixed with, like, preying on people's There's something about him that like, seems so much more predatory and, oh, like, yeah. terrible. He's a horrible person. Than the Long Island medium. And I think yeah. it's because I'm just like, get a girl, get yours. Well, she's, like, <laughs> she's a character. I think she's still horrible as Yeah, a she still preys on people, for sure. But she's a she's a bit of, you know. Maybe because I, I know it's on TLC. I'm like, no one takes this seriously, right? Uh, we all are in on this joke. Uh, but I know that that's not true. That's not true. But John Edwards, like, he plays it as sincere. He's very much just, like, walking. She does, too, I guess. But he walked in. And yeah, but how can you take her seriously? <laughs> I think I think it's just the different tones of the show. Yeah. But John Edwards. I don't know well, if his name is John Edwards, or I'm just equating him with, with like, like, the horrible politician. Yeah, but, I think um, you're going um, But I don't remember his, his name, but I know exactly what you're talking about, because his thing... <laughs> predatory. His thing was, like, it was more like watching, like, evangelical, like, television. It was exactly that. Like, you walk out on stage, and there's, like, dramatic mm-hmm. lighting. Yeah. And he would just be like, all right. Let's, you know, let's let's convene with the spirits or whatever. And mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, fuck this. Ugh. Ugh. So anyway, that brings us to the episode. <laughs> so that, that really does tie into the episode where yeah. Fiona, I thought at first it was, well, we'll talk about what I thought at first. Um, Fiona's thinking about her dad. Yeah. So this episode is about Fiona's dad, which we know, who we know died. In a car crash. I, we're going to do this every time. Okay. That's fine. Um, uh, and... You know, all of season one, I kept thinking, like, let's get to the fucking dad. Yeah. Let's get to this witch dad. Like, get to it. Witch dad, witch dad. And so when this episode started, I was like, where are they? Then she has a, Fiona has a friend. That was weird. So, And then that's when I realized, like, oh, that's her house. Like, they're at home. Right. And I was so thrown. Yeah. So they spend the whole time at home. Fiona and her mom and Jack, who... It's barely in this episode. We'll get into that. I have feelings about that. But they are all grieving their dad in different ways. Like, her mom Being at the house, like, makes them yeah, feel connected to him. Which it, is kind of what this episode's about. It's it, like... It also paints the whole first season and the whole show in a different light. We're like, oh, no wonder they're on the road so much. Because being at home... So painful. ...is such a reminder. It was kind of sweet. Uh, but yeah, so Molly is trying to write a new song. But she's mm-hmm. thinking about her husband a lot and is, like, grieving... Fiona goes to this seance at a community well, first college. Of all, she decides, she tells her new friend that came out of nowhere yeah. that she wants to go see this psychic. And um, I wrote down some of the quotes when we see Fiona and her new friend. Mm-hmm. She says, Wow, you're really stressing about your pop, huh? You're missing him like major. Yes, that line was. And I was, was... just like, her dad's dead, <laughs> you dumb idiot. Man, you're just seem really bummed out about this, oh, bro. Stressing about your pop? Yeah. 
who what oh. old man wrote, <laughs> wrote yeah. that? your dad died in a car accident bummer right allegedly allegedly uh, yeah, like what so the weird. fuck were those lines? I mean, that's like one. That's literally one line away from her saying like Fiona, like you're being kind of a bummer right now. Yeah, like, <laughs> like get over it. Get over he's dead. dead. He's you're... not coming back. I know he died when you were three, but she's ugh. like, and she's like making fun of her. She's like, oh, let's go to the mall. She's like, oh, Bigfoot works there. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? Yeah, like, I wanted to punch her. <laughs> so... I hated her. And then, <laughs> oh, yeah, but then she also comes in talking about like some hot painter they have, or like I don't even remember. Someone's working on their house. She's like look at this hot guy let's go like i think i was still stunned i was like who is this person yeah uh her name is candy candy great fake name which is amazing um and so then so then they kind of uh, agree to go to the seance and then we kind of move to molly's storyline where mm-hmm. she's writing the song and i find out that her um glob's name is irene right and then Bombshell. molly has this weird moment where Glob says to her something that her husband always said to her. Yeah, it's like they're paying, they're not paying you to talk, they're, they're paying, paying you to sing. Right, and apparently he used to say that or to something her like that. every time they went on stage. And, and there's this moment, the way that it's cut, Yeah, it's like, you knew something paranormal kind of happened, or you thought, and or, so I was, my thought was like, oh my god, he's haunting the house. This but is gonna be a haunting house episode. It's up in the air, because it might be like at that point, it's up in the air because it's like it's unclear. They cut directly to like her, him, superimposed on Glob a little sure. bit. So it's like, like, is this a memory? Is yeah. she seeing him? Um, like, is it just a coincidence? Yeah. Because then Glob is like, oh, you must have told me that he used to say that, and that's why I said it. Like, so, and she's like, I never did, and so something weird's going. So we're on. like, okay, this is like this is the weirdness. Like our weird feelers are up. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and it's interesting because this episode is sort of split where it's like the Molly B story yeah. and the Fiona story. I liked that. It was kind of cool. The pairing. I could show both of them. Uh, and how they both deal with, like, the same loss. Yeah. Um, so then Fee goes to the seance, and the first note I wrote was, no, Fee, you dumb sucker. Exactly. That lady is a plant. <laughs> I knew it right away. It was just so classic. This lady comes up to her, and it's just like, oh, this is weird. I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah. Like. Here's my sad story. Yeah, my friend died. And I was like, don't tell her anything. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But then, you know, and in this episode, I think I had to remember, or like forced me to remember, like, she's a kid. She's like 12 and... She's a little kid. Yeah. Or 13. Like, of course, like, she misses her dead dad. Of course she's going to tell this lady. Yeah. Because she's like, her heart is so open. She's super vulnerable. Her most vulnerable, She And she is like, like really naive. Yeah. So it made me really sad. That she was willing. And then... And I knew as soon as that lady came up, I was like, okay, so now they're going to show that this guy is for, like, not for real. Yeah. Right? It took me a little longer. I actually, the first thing I thought was like, wow, this lady's really forthcoming. This writing's really bad. (laughs) And then I was like, oh, wait. Well, that's the other thing about it being, like, kind of a kid's show is, like, that could have been it. It could have been been just, like, bad writing. So they do the seance and, like, uh, the, the guy, his name is Leopold, right? Yeah. Um... And he he starts the seance and... And he's doing, like, the trance kind where yeah. he's, like, his eyes are closed. Everyone's holding, holding hands, hands in a ring. with the candles. There's candles, And yeah. he is, like, speaking through them. Yeah. Like, oh, it's me, the dead person. Like, I'm talking to you. Yeah. And so he talks like her dad. Uh, and then he also talks to the plant lady, like, of just, like, oh, your friend who you said died or whatever. And then... 
Well, okay, but even before that, we know that the plant lady, when she talked to Fee, the only thing Fee said was, oh, like, I don't remember much about my dad. He was a musician. He died when I was little. This is his name. And if, like, you notice, like, as it's happening, that the only things he says as her dad are those exact things. Yeah. Like, she doesn't get any new information, which is a super red flag. And also, the, the person before the plant, he says, it's me, like, Sarah. Yeah. It's you, Tiffany. And then just moves on and, like, literally says nothing. Right. I was like, this guy sucks. <laughs> He's <laughs> not like even, like, really bad. flourishing. Yeah. Sorry, so they then, hung up. They hung up. I don't uh, have to tell you. <laughs> and it's so sad because because uh, he, like, is like, I gotta go. And mm-hmm. he's like, no, like, Dad, like, no. Yeah. And so then. Then, then he gets to a guy. That the uh, plant has mentioned earlier who lost his daughter. Lost his daughter. Yeah, right. And, um. Like, he talks about a daughter who's dying, and then he's like, oh, it's me. I don't know, like, Rachel. And he's like, that's... And the guy's like, oh, my God, that's amazing. It's Rachel, because I never had a daughter named Rachel. I'm Harry Houdini. And he was like, what the fuck? So the guy gets up, and he was like, you're a fraud. And he turns on the lights, which I loved, because it was, like, very dramatic. And he was just like, "Uh, you know... I knew you were a fraud. Yeah. I've been following you. This lady's a plant. Yeah. I've looked at, like, footage. She's in every single one. And yeah. he threw down a bunch of photographs of them together. Right. And I was like, oh, shit. This is not where I thought this episode exactly. was going to go. I was like, nice. And then Fee argues with him. Yeah. And she's like, no, I heard my dad. And I was just like, my heart mm. broke. I, I just thought, like, this girl who fights with people all the time... <laughs> It's because she's just, like, so small and naive. Yes. And, like, a lot of the time she's right, but sometimes it's like she wants to believe so hard. Yeah, and she's not used to, like, and the rug... sometimes rug's, she's wrong. The rug's been pulled under her for so long, like, with her dad dying. I feel like she just doesn't have... Well, she doesn't have closure because I think she knows, and we know, that something fishy happened. Yeah, something weird's going on uh, with that. I mean, closure. she met Bigfoot. She knows there's more out there. Right. And I feel like that kind of sets her up in a way differently than other people to be, like, tricked. Yeah. Also, she didn't even bring up Bigfoot when, like... Uh, when her friend was being a bitch about it, <laughs> yeah. it's like, haha, Bigfoot works the most. She's, She's like, like, no, he does he's not. He's real. Exactly. I met him. He, he let some Union soldier die. <laughs> I remember this. He um, fed me. Yeah, he fed, <laughs> he sang for me. Oh, God. Um, he would work at the Sam Goody. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, R.I.P. Sam Goody. Yeah, I know. Uh, but yeah, so the the guy, the, he's like a PI, or well, he's just a debunker, and he says like, "Your reputation's ruined." I know mm-hmm. what's going on, and then uh, like Fiona. I was just like so excited when that was happening. Yeah, I was because the whole time I was watching the other guy, I was like, "Seriously, fuck this guy! I'm right. gonna murder him!" I was so mad because yeah. I knew what was happening. And it's like, how dare you prey on these people? And I didn't know what was going to happen. But as soon as he started to do the voice of the little dead, like, daughter, presumably, I was just like, how dare you? So so, it felt so good when that guy stood up and like, I never had a daughter. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because Disney doesn't fuck with dead kids. Am I right? (laughs) Have you ever gone to a psychic? No. No? Have you? I did. Yeah. Uh, oh God! I don't. My mom has gone a couple times. I went once. It was like a jokey thing, but there is. Yeah, people say that it was a jokey thing, and then you you go, and I was surprised. I'm very skeptical of things. I knew exactly in the back of my head it was like a tarot reading. Oh okay. And like she was definitely like laying something out, it's and kind it of was, a gateway drug to the paranormal. To me, it just proves, at least for tarot, for like a psychic, like a future reading or a prediction, it just proves how susceptible we are as people to like a good narrative 
Because yes. she's laying out, you like... You make it make sense in your head. Exactly. You just... And it was like, I knew what was happening, but also the things she was saying, she's like, oh, you have a big change in your future. Like, I was like, oh, you, you know, left something. a really long pause after a big right there. Yeah, or something. <laughs> and you got like, oh, you have this, or you have, like... This is what you're going through right now, right? So it's like something in your past, mm-hmm. and in your present, something in your future. And, of course, I was like, she's doesn't know me at all. Well, it's like Zodiac, like right? Like, you yeah. read things that... Are, you can make make sense. Yeah. It's just pattern recognition. Okay? Mm-hmm. Narrative plays on that. And we just want to be that hero of our own story. And we want things to fit ne- neatly. And, you know, I was even, I was drawn in. And it's it's hard. Even you. To. Yeah. Even me. <laughs> Hardcore. Oh, that's what you're saying. Like, well, no, because I like like to think of myself as someone who's like, and we all also pretty want logical. to think, That's probably my narrative, right? Yeah. As someone who's like, I like to think of myself as not susceptible to that. I wish that I was someone who believes in it. Yeah. I do too. It would it would provide a level of certainty that would because make I'm very me... interested in it, but I also know it's like horseshit. Yeah. But I want to be someone who believes in it and knows a lot about it. And, what like? Why? But I'll never be like a witch. Okay. Like well, not but, really. But why exactly? Like what would it provide for you to be that? Because I have thoughts on why I would love to be that. Well, it'd be nice to like really truly believe that there's like more. Mm-hmm. But I just don't. Yeah. I'm like that. I'm, you know, I'm like that with like religion. Like I and stuff. want it. Yeah. But it's just like, yeah, I want Santa to be real. But yeah. well, I think it's I envy the certainty people who believe in it have. Oh, that's interesting. I, I, really I mean, do. that's great too. Because it's just like it's such a good fallback for when you're like feeling very lost about things. But like, yeah. I, I like it because I want I want the world to be more magical. Yeah. Same. More interesting than it is. <laughs> yeah, and I just have a hard time, and I have friends who do, you know, practice like rituals and stuff. But like, I, I don't know. It's hard and I get, me. I get the, I get more ritual based stuff because it's like tradition or whatever. It makes you feel something. Yes, there are like I think benefits to that outside Community. of there's communal aspects to it, right? But like, speaking of ghosts, yeah, nah, not my thing. It's a hard pass. But again, like it just we're although so we did try it. We did try, I mean... No one answered. Rude. No, yeah, they were on a coffee break, <laughs> and I was very upset. Uh, so, yeah, so it was... I felt like in this episode, that kind of, like, pulled the rug out from under me in terms of the plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because once that happened, I was like, okay, what is this episode going to be about? Where is it going to go? And it's not about mediums, kind of. Which made me a little disappointed with how that... Hey, they wrapped up that weird, but... I, oh, because it was, like, so early on? Well, no, no, no. It was that, so... Well, let's keep going through. What happened next is she... We see more of Molly, right, recording. She's trying to record this song, and she's not satisfied with it. And, and everyone's like, being kind of, like, an asshole to her, where yeah. she's just like, it's not right. And they're like, what's wrong with you? It's perfect. It's, it's perfect, like, isn't like, that a normal musician thing, where you're, like, not yeah. happy with your song? But they're acting like she's being crazy. Yeah. And like, I was like, she's being, like... Okay. And, She's clearly thinking about her husband and all of that. Yeah. And again, like, Glob says something that her husband, says the same line that her husband did. Yeah. And she, like, you know, takes a break. And Molly keeps seeing, like, everywhere she looks, she keeps seeing her husband. Yeah. And he's, like, responding to the things she's saying. Yeah. But it's kind of, it seems more clear in those scenes that it's, like, a memory. Yeah. And less, and not, like, a paranormal activity. Right. So it's, like, she's being kind of haunted by these memories. Right. And, like, I feel like, I, I don't know, I... I well, we can talk about that, how they um, how they wrap that up in a sec. But I feel like, so Fiona, Fiona from that point goes to the guy who... Patrick. His name is Patrick. Um, 
goes to visit him. He's mm-hmm. a travel agent. Which Clue drops her off, and that's oh, all we see in the whole episode. Yeah, he just like also he's in skateboarding gear, uh-huh. skateboarding. She's walking, so like, what was the point of that? Why did they do that? Maybe he's gonna go skateboarding later. I don't know, but like. It was a little weird. It was a little weird. It was like a two-second scene with Clue. Yeah, it's like, why even like, have him in this Are you episode? sure you don't want me to go in with you? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay, okay bye. bye. It was like, come All on. Right. And I'm, I'm pretty cool sure... Clue cameo. I'm sure Eric is just like, fine. Bye-bye. Fuck it. I'll just go play hacky sack. Um, and they walk into the travel agent. Yeah, he's a travel agent. He's a travel agent, and he like talks about how... She, he kind of preempts her, right? Cause she says, like, you know, I think... Doesn't she say, like, I think you're wrong or something like that? Um, yeah, he's first. saying that, like, all this, like, paranormal shit is bullshit, and yeah. if you believe in it, you're an idiot. And she's like, no, you're wrong. No, you're wrong. And he's like, I bet you're one of those people that thinks you've, like, seen, like, Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I think there's another Bigfoot. reference to Bigfoot. And aliens. And, and aliens. Yeah. And I'm like, she has! Yeah. We've seen it! We've seen that <laughs> And he's being such a dick about it. And, and then... <laughs> he's like... <laughs> Wait, did I write it down? He's like, I know they're fake because I am one. Yeah. And I was like, like, oh, God, are you serious? That's where I got it set. I was like, what the fuck? So then it turns out that this dude knows everyone's fake because he's a real psychic. He's a real psychic and he can, like, speak with the dead, but he lost his powers recently. When his wife died. Yeah, which is sad, you know, but also, like. Classic Disney trope. Yeah. Hey, Henry Winkler. Oh, he says. Leave things things more mysterious (laughs) in this show about mysteries. Yeah. I forgot, but he says, oh, I bet you thought you've seen angels. Yeah. yeah That's what it was. And angels. she has seen angels. <laughs> what the fuck? But yeah, and then he gets into this, like, intense yelling match with this child. Right. And I'm, like, very aware of her age in this episode because of how everyone is treating her. And I was just like, he's screaming at this young girl about her dead dad. Yeah. Again, saying to, like, get over it and move on with your life. <laughs> Mansplaining death to this little 13-year-old girl. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah. She, he's, he literally tells her to forget her father and move on with her life. Oh. And I was like, that's a cool thing to say to a child. Yeah, great. Forget about him. Forget about the person you can never, never give up. Ugh. And, and then the... I, I think that's when he kind of... There's probably another scene with Molly because then they quickly cut to him showing up, the travel agent showing up to her house. Yeah, so they cut to Molly. Which was weird. They cut to Molly again. Oh, no, they cut to Molly and Jack scene. They cut to. Oh, that's what it was. It's late at night. The pacing in this episode is like all over the place. Is weird. And yeah, we'll talk about that with the next scene. But like the, 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 the. Molly's like playing guitar at night. And we get the one of two Jack scenes where. And I got excited because I was like, yes, Jack and Molly talking about grief. Yeah. But he doesn't really. Say much. He doesn't say much about it. He's just like, oh, you're up late. You're too much of a perfectionist. He's kind of doing the like the child's the parent thing where it's like, oh, it's after midnight. You said like you're not going to play music. Which made me feel bad for Jack because you can tell like. This is something he felt he had to take on, too. Yeah, it's it's a super sad scene. It's pretty sad. She can't do the mom thing because yeah. she's so fucking sad. And so he's, like, trying to do it to help her. Yeah. And it's like, but he's still a child. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, takes a lot on himself. Um, and then Fee is off chasing fucking angels and Bigfoot. Exactly. So he's like... Feet? I don't know what the plural of that is. Big, wait, like... Bigfoots? Bigfoots. Big feet. I guess that'd be big feet, right? <laughs> big feet. Um, but yeah, so there's that, and then um, then they cut to the next day, right? Where this is oh, rather abruptly. Yeah, Patrick like knocks on her door. Not only that, 
He knocks on her door and goes, hey, your brother came to visit me, which is like... I w- I, at first, when I he started saying that, I was like, oh, is this like another fake psychic scam? Like, what's yeah. going on? Well... Because, like, why would we not have seen that? I, I think they must have cut a scene. They totally cut a scene because he's like, your brother came to visit me and said that you were... Said that I should come by or whatever, which is also kind of... I'm just like, Jack and and Fee have not had a single scene together in this episode. Also, Jack is... This is a good character moment for him, because he's like, sees how sad everyone is, and like... And then he, like, does something to stand up for his sister. Yeah, which is... Why would you not show that? Yeah, it's a really big moment for Jack. And then this guy's like, fine, I'll help you try to talk to your dad, my powers are rusty. I love that he needed a, like whatever 15 year old boy to come to him and <laughs> complain because when he was screaming at the 13 year old girl he made her upset yeah. he didn't know until the 15 year old boy came and told him it's like hey don't talk oh to- i guess i made you upset sorry yeah my bad are you fucking kidding me this is, he's a grieving man allison it's like oh when i was screaming about your dead dad to you did that hurt your feelings yeah i don't know might be <laughs> I got no social skills. I also like that, like, okay, so he comes to her house, and he's like, you were right. I am angry all the time. And yeah. I was like, he's the Hulk. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. And he's like, I'm not angry now, so I think it might work. I and I was like, like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, she solved it by just mentioning that he's still angry about his wife's death, and yeah. that's why he can't use his powers. Yeah, also kind of a shitty thing to say to a complete stranger, but that's right? my thing. Like, but, but this man is in the She's just, like, analyzing him, but, yeah. like, also she's a child. She's also a child. So yeah. when he comes to her house, an adult man... Who she barely knows comes Close in, hangs out with her alone. Yeah, and did like, tries and like to if he's not a, really a psychic, which like in any other context outside of this like paranormal show, there was a part of me that was like, is this just a longer con? Yeah, like I was really afraid of that. He pretends like I am one, but I'm discreet. Like that's a good con. Yeah, you know, like I just I felt would. really uncomfortable with them being alone together. Yes, that was especially weird. with the like thought in the back of my head that it could be a like con. a longer con. Yeah. Pretty fucked up, but so he, this being a Disney Channel show. Of course, that's not what happens. Yeah. And he does, he is able to use his power, but of course, because his power is real, it's not as, like, it's more, am, like... Intuitive? I don't know what it's to call it. It's more like, um... Like, he doesn't actually... So the father doesn't speak through him. Yeah. She picks up a guitar, his da- her dad's guitar, and then plays some music that her dad wrote. Yeah, that she'd never that heard she'd before. That she'd never heard. And, it was, and she doesn't really know how to play that much. Which I kind of liked more than if she'd talked to her dad. Well, of course. Because it's just a little more, like... Because we're used to, like, the real power is, like, not that easy. Yeah. Right. I, I Which I think like is nicer. Yeah, again, going back to D&D, right? Like, casting spells. <laughs> oh, were we D&D. talking about D&D? Yeah, we're talking about D&D now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we just started playing D&D together. It's great. Uh, and, yeah, like, casting a spell or, like, using an ability like that should be taxing or difficult, right? But, like... Yeah, back to um, Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> like, every time... <laughs> Again? Okay, all right. I'm just kidding. Welcome we, to our Full we, Metal Alchemist podcast. We weren't talking yeah. about it before, but um, I have been watching it for the first time, so mm-hmm. I'm not that far into it. Okay. But, like, anything. I mean, any good, like, magic-based, like, rules, mm-hmm. it costs something to make something. Yeah, especially powerful. Like, in Harry... Again, we, well, we talked about Harry Potter before. Harry like, Potter! Would, like... Yeah, the death spell there takes a lot mm-hmm. out of you. Um, that's the only spell, though. What? Everything is a spell. What are you talking about? No, but I'm saying that's the only spell that, that actually has a main, a, a cost, right? No. When, when, Whenever you cast when Voldemort, 
um, puts his soul into the different the horcruxes. horcruxes yeah. That hurts. Okay. And he has to kill to do it. Oh, he doesn't care about that. Yeah, but I mean, like, there's a price. Yeah. Okay. He's just willing to pay it. Right. Because he's a dick. Anyway. So anyway. Still J.K. Rowling. All right, and thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for listening, J.K. Rowling. Um, you want to come on the show? So, so, so since she's playing, and then it cuts to her, like, playing, and her, or Molly hearing the music. Yes. And coming into her room. I love this scene. And then I thought, oh, shit, she's going to hear the song from the dad. Yeah. And then be like, this is what I need to make my song perfect. Right. Because the whole episode, she's been, like, not happy with the song. Like, it needed something. Yeah. Um, that's not exactly... They didn't, like, that say been. that outright, but I, I felt like maybe that's where it was going. That would have been a better episode. Um, do you want to <laughs> talk more about, like, what happens in this scene? What happens is she plays... So she plays the guitar, and her mom comes in, and they have this really intense, like, back and forth where they both just open up to each other, not only about their grief, but how hard it makes it to, like, function, right? Like, Fiona's saying, like, he's not dead. I ran into someone who can, like... Mm-hmm. Or he's not gone. I ran into someone yeah. who can speak to him. And Molly has a very realistic... I felt a realistic reaction of just, like, don't say this. That was so good. Don't do this to she's me. She's like, don't even fucking... Like, she knows yeah. what she's gonna say. Exactly. And she's like, stop. That was pretty heart-wrenching. Like, you could just see it in her face. Again, Mackenzie Phillips, A-plus acting. I think um, we've also kind of had a similar scene with Jack... Earlier yes. on, where he's just like, you need to let him be dead. Yeah. And she's like, no. Right. I, I refuse. But again, those are like all fairly realistic reactions yeah. to like. And that's, people are going to grieve differently. People do that, yeah. And it's not going to be like great for the other to witness or be part of. Exactly. And it's hard to have those two energies like in the same space and bouncing off each other and mm-hmm. also like irritating each other. When yeah. in the house, I feel like it's, it's heightened Yeah. because Molly is seeing him more and wants to get away more. Yeah. And whereas Fee is feeling him more and is like going deeper down the rabbit hole. Of, right. Like, w- like he's here. I'm going to like, I need to enmesh more. Right? Yeah. Uh, so that was painful. And so Molly opens up about how like, I can't be, she's, it was a pretty raw dialogue for a Disney show where she mm-hmm. was like, I can't be a parent, right, and do this sometimes. Oh my God. Like, I don't like, know how to function. Like I want to help you, but I can't even help myself. Yeah. And I was, was like, like oh, Holy damn. Shit. Like, we know that, but her saying it out loud, yeah. I was like, I cannot believe that this is a Disney show. It was pretty well written. Man. Yeah. Um, that, that scene made up for a lot of the other shitty scenes. It totally did. And it was like really nice. And then she, they, they kind of, I guess, argue a little bit about it and just mm-hmm. like, if it's very raw emotions. And then Molly actually, Steps in and like, well, because Fee's like, Molly's like, What do you want me to say to you? And Fee's like, Anything, right? Just like, say something to comfort me. And it really gets down to like, This is why people go to mediums, yeah, they just want to hear something comforting, right? So then Molly sits down and, oh, sorry, but she, she sits down and she kind of like. Gives her some pointers on playing the guitar, which mm-hmm. I felt is a really good sim- symbol for just Molly saying, like, you know what? I don't know, like, what I should be doing, but mm-hmm. I know what we can do. Like, mm-hmm. something more functional, right? Like, yeah. That's how she's processing it. And so mm-hmm. she's like, I'm going to teach you how to do this so that you can feel closer to your dad. And it's and a good I connection. Can, like, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. she's learning. She's playing this song from her dead dad. Yeah. And, and so then, she's just kind of ignoring that part and just helping her play it better. Right. And like Molly's like, I can't, I feel like I can't make music right now, but I can help you do that. And mm-hmm. that's how we both channel. It was, it was pretty powerful. Um, and the thing that pissed me off about it though, was that they get into playing it. She teaches her how to play it. And all they do is like pan out, 
from the room, uh-huh. and all we see is Jack in the door frame. Like, listening? Just, no, he's listening, and then he just covers his eyes, and the episode ends, right? Oh, I couldn't really see what he did. My episode ended a little before. Okay, that. yeah, he, like... Did it look like he was crying, or...? He just puts... He just, like, puts his hand... No one can see this, because we're on an audio medium, but he, like, puts his yeah. hand on his, like, forehead... He just, like, shakes his head. And he's, like, grieving, too. And it made me really upset that, like, one, we didn't get that other scene with Jack that the medium They must have cut it. Because it was so fucking weird that he was like, your brother came to talk to me. And I was like, oh, like, did she even mention that she had a brother? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. This, but, it, I don't know, like. It sucks that he wasn't part of that moment. It was sucks at that. Like, I, I think. He, He got, like, the brunt of Molly's sadness, but he didn't get to have the same, like parental child like uh, like I'm resolution ho- i'm hoping in future episodes he gets a little a little more because like what the hell man he's, like, he's had to be the adult a lot more yeah and i feel like fee gets a lot more like reassurance right and it makes me really sad for him it does and like it, i just don't he gets short-sighted like he's kind of an annoying character in the beginning of the show but then now there's a real Well, he's still annoying to me, but I feel for him still. Yes. Yeah, that's fair. Like, so, I don't know. This episode, maybe, it's kind of a downer of an episode to start with. But it was an interesting one to start the season with, because it makes me wonder what the rest of the season's going to be like. Are they going to go back to the formula? Are they throwing it out the window? Are we starting with the dad because we're going to end with the dad? That's... That's one thing I think is going to happen. Also... They have to give us something. I feel like You can't they, say that the dad was a fucking witch and give us a spell book in season one and yeah, then never come back never to come that. Never come back to it or, like, what that if means. If that happens... But I also like that they delved into, like, what, is so his, mad. what does his death mean and what does it cause people gonna to do? I'm going to burn something. I'm going to just, like... <laughs> because in this episode, we talked about his death... Like, they talk about his death in, like, a normal, like, sad, my dad died way. But not about, There was like, no, like, mention of him being a potential well, witch or, like, his weird family history. Which yeah. is fine, because that was what this episode was about. It's what it needed, but, like, I don't know. But I don't want them to retcon that either. No, he needs to be a male witch. Because I've been sitting with it for too long. She's got to be casting spells left and right. <laughs> I need resolution! I want to see her character sheet. I want to see... <laughs> I want to see what her stats are like. I want to see... What she can cast? Does she do evocation magic? Oh my god! Okay. Probably evocation and transmutation. So final thoughts. One. Final thoughts. Actually, uh, oh one, wait, yeah, let, did you do any IMDb research? I did. So okay. uh, I actually wanted to dive into the guy who plays Patrick, the, oh, okay. the travel travel agent slash science guy. He his, had a lot of screen time. I think he's a Canadian actor, from what I can gather from his accent. Also, so was Candy because she definitely said "hoose." Yeah, and the um, <laughs> the director is Canadian as well because mm. the show is. Primarily shot in Vancouver. That's what I would guess. Uh, Andrew Wheeler is the name of the actor who played Patrick. And he's mm-hmm. actually been in a lot of cool stuff. Oh, he's, he's in, in Best in Show. He's in Best in Show. Best in show. He's been in... I, he's Ooh, Supernatural, been in, Lucifer, iZombie. He's, he's hit all of the Tumblr, like, TV show I stuff. Love iZombie. iZombie, Lucifer, Supernatural, and Riverdale. He was in The Killing as well, which is a really good show. Um, he was in... Uh, was it... Uh, oh, he's in Psych. He's in Psych, The Day the Earth Stood Still, the remake with Keanu Reeves. So Ugh. Keanu Reeves points uh, right there. Uh, so weird and right there, whatever. Uh, Stargate SG-1. Like, this guy hits a lot of the, like... But is it all just kind of, like, guest spots? They're, in Supernatural, he's a recurring character. Oh, okay. Who does uh, he play in Supernatural for all our Supernatural fans? Hey, welcome to Supernatural Fancast. Uh, uh, I watched one season. <laughs> he plays uh, Noel. Oh, he plays multiple characters. Groundskeeper Alistair. I don't know what that means, but if anyone, any Supernatural fans want to correct me, here's what I think happens. I think Noel dies. Becomes an angel. <laughs> he dies, but then the 
but then it turns out he's a doppelganger and that the groundskeeper slash Alistair Did you just make that up? is like his true form or the actual person he's copied off of and that's how he comes back in episode two and they have to investigate like who the doppelganger was. Did you just make that up? Because yeah. it sounds beautiful. I just made that up. I love yeah. that. That yeah. sounds really good. I should drive for Supernatural. Hey, you're in your final season. Get at me. Let me know. Um, Jared... Padalecki? That's his, his name, his right? Name? I don't know anything about Supernatural. Gilmore Girls guy. Dean. D- yeah, the guy. <laughs> the other guy's name is Dean on Supernatural. Confusing. They're both brothers, right? In yeah, the show? but like, so on Gilmore Girls, that guy with the long hair the, and the, the pretty one... face, his oh, yeah. name, his character's name was Dean. Okay. He's now on Supernatural. His character's name is not Dean. Not Dean? But his brother... Name is Dean on the show. Oh shit! So you're like, what, Dean? And then it's confusing. Anyway, this was really fun. That was our Gilmore Girls stuff. Those would be Gilmore Girls. Yeah, I need to watch more (laughs) Gilmore Girls apparently, but also Supernatural. I don't know if it's worth it. Is Lucifer worth it? Have you watched that? I heard it's good. It looks terrible. I hear it's Uh, actually like really good. Okay, the Netflix trailer Mm. for it made it look really fucking bad. Oh, I mean, but who knows? It's like bad good. I didn't want to watch. I zombie at first because of the name, but it's one of my favorite shows. I've heard it's amazing because it's Rob Thomas and this and guy. And he did Veronica Mars. Oh shit! So this guy, no, no, he wasn't the director. He played a character called the director, Andrew Wheeler. Um, so he, this guy's been everywhere. He's a uh, pretty cool. I thought he was a good actor, actually. Uh, yeah, I thought he was good in this episode. Yeah, but that meant he he had a lot of scenes where he was screaming at Fee, who was a child, and I feel like someone should have thought of that. <laughs> yeah, someone should have thought, or he or he does that. <laughs> but how that looks. Yeah, uh, the director of this episode, as the actual director, the actual director of the episode, uh, his name is Gary Harvey, mm-hmm. and he's done a lot of Canadian television. Anything interesting? Including a show called Arctic Air, uh-huh. which stars uh, the illustrious Adam Beach who is a Native American actor who has had a rough life, we will say. Um, like, Jeez, how deep did you go? I, because, I don't know, Adam Beach pops up everywhere. I've never uh, heard of him. You've definitely seen him. He's in Wind Talkers, Flags of Our Fathers, he's in Suicide Squad. I he's in Joe Dirty's The Firecrackers no. Cellar. You're just racist. hitting the wrong audience, I think. Um, <laughs> anyway, but... Oh, I did see Flags of Our Fathers, I think. Yeah. Was it a miniseries? No, it's a Clint Eastwood directed oh, then movie. I'd never it's actually, saw it. actually pretty good. Uh, Clint Eastwood... I was thinking of Band of Brothers. Oh, right. That's, that's a different... Family member, like different family title. member, but both things that your six-year-old uncle will exactly. totally tell you about. Or father. Allow, allow me to be the six-year-old uncle in this scenario and say that. Oh, Carlos, uh, you always are. Father's is uh, it's all right. I'm more, actually no. I liked um, Joker the other better. one. Uh, the companion piece was called a uh, uh, Letters from Iwo Jima. Is the other one because okay. it's like I Fires, really don't watch any of those. Fires of Our Fathers and Letters from Iwo Jima are two movies directed by Clint Eastwood. Everyone loves to hear this. Um, Okay. That but are just know that s- after this, I want to hear the same amount of information about the Joe Dirt. Okay, but this uh, the it's the same battle, but it's two movies showing like, the American side and the Japanese side, and it's actually kind of cool. Legend of the Regime is way better and way cooler because I think it's cool to show opposing sides. Anyway, okay, now hit me with Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt is a movie about a man who gets abandoned. Starring the, who? Uh, <laughs> David Spade. Yeah, that yeah. sounds right. Yeah, David Spade and uh, what's his name? Um, the really shitty, horrible conservative comedian. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, he's now. No, I'm you can't look it up. I want it to be based on what you can remember. Based on what I can remember. Anyway, that shitty conservative comedian I can't, I can't think of interviews uh-huh. Joe Dirt, and Joe Dirt's a janitor in the radio station that he's a part of, and then Joe Dirt starts wow. like talking in, walking in, and talking about his life. 
to this like like Forrest Gump style. Forrest Gump style to this disc jockey who's played by a horrible human being, and uh, all of a sudden you're so fascinated by Joe Dirt because Joe Dirt is like it is holy shit. Joe Dirt's just Forrest Gump. Uh huh. Because he gets. Like, his life is insane? His life is insane. He's done a bunch of crazy shit, and then, like, people hear about it on okay, the radio. I, and I have a famous. question yes. for you. How long ago was the last time you saw Joe Dirt, the film? The American classic film. Uh, Don't look at your watch like it's been minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Please answer me in years. <laughs> um, I think it's been, like, at least maybe 17, 15 years. Okay, how the fuck do you remember that? <laughs> how do you remember that? I'd be like, oh, I think it's like he's telling his life story. But you're like, he's in a radio station. He walks in. Like, how the fuck do you remember that? I don't know. Alright, final yeah. thoughts for this episode. Final thoughts for this episode. Joe Dirt, pretty bad movie. Uh, and I thought this was a really good episode. I think I would... I'd rank it pretty low because of the pacing. Yeah. It does and jump over the way that they um, resolved the two storylines was pretty shitty. I think it was shitty. It, it set up a lot of things like a Jenga tower and then kind of just like let it fall as it removed pieces towards the end. It was almost really good. It was almost really good. It was almost very heartfelt. Kind of like the Rebecca episode. Again. I think if they had two extra scenes or even just like two like seconds of um, like... Fee and Jack talking. Yeah. And then Jack going to visit Patrick. I think a little... That would have made sense. A little more Jack would have actually helped. A lot more Jack. I feel like his dad died too. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I think that's the big shortcoming. But overall, I thought it was actually pretty well grounded. I like when you get to see Molly's grief play out. Uh, a little bit because it's like it makes it feel more real. Not that I, I mean, like you care about tortured. the no, but you care about the characters more when you know that they're like real. Yeah, and she's my favorite character. Yeah, um, I, it makes me sad for I'm when the show inevitably I I just have a no punch. Okay. No. Uh, anyway, I feel like you looked stuff up, so I don't want you. to I didn't say look stuff up. I, I just like the camp in the show is probably going to be turned dialed up to eleven. I'm fine with that okay. as long as we get some fucking answers. Yes. Because if anything, this episode this episode has wet my appetite. Yeah. For dad stuff. It's got me wet for dad stuff. <laughs> wet for dad stuff. Um, also, um, on that note, <laughs> loyal listeners, yes, please let us know. I'll be sending out a poll. Yeah. Big feet or Bigfoots. Right. Or also. Uh, Joe Dirt or Flags of Our Fathers. Or Force Gump. <laughs> or Force Gump. Or Band of Brothers. <laughs> or Band of Brothers. <laughs> Tom Hanks is in two of them. So, guess which one. Yeah, you have to guess. Up to uh, you. Yes. So please answer the poll on both those questions. But um, yeah, I'm excited for season two. Very happy to be back. Uh, and please check out our social media. Uh, we have a Twitter, uh, APT the podcast. Mm-hmm. And same on Instagram, I believe. On um, Instagram is the same, as well as our Facebook group is mm-hmm. actually a pretty typical Facebook group. Um, Give us a rating, iTunes, tell your friends. Five stars, baby! Please, yes, let's get those subscribers! Keep Uh, it weird, folks. Keep it weird. Thanks so much. (laughs)